Hang on, I need to reposition my pop filter. My pop pop, pop filter. This, this will never air. air. Hopefully you can't hear the cicadas coming from my side. No, no, but I'm kind of surprised that I can't, to be honest. Cicadas seem purpose-built to make deafening noise at all times. Is it, is it cicada time for you guys, or is this just an unusual thing in the summer? We don't have them, really, here. I was going to say, we, we, we get them every, whatever, 14 years, or their life cycle is. So, so it's like one summer every 14 years is terrible, because if you go outside, you're just covered in bugs. Um, I don't know if it's their year or not. Um, I, mis- I misplaced my cicada notes. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Lots of good data in there. We have very loud crickets. Yeah, that's Sometimes a thing. They can be a little deafening. Crickets are jerks. Totally. Apparently, yes, this is the year of the cicadas. Huh, interesting. Year of the cicada. It sounds like a terrible, terrible film. My my package that I was waiting for that was is still scheduled to be delivered yesterday. Changed from being accepted to in transit. So as far as I can tell, it's still in Oregon. It just has been sitting there for since Tuesday. Did you say it's just in Oregon? It's in Oregon. In Oh, okay. (laughs) No, if it were in Oregon, I'd be a little upset at the lack of promptness because it'd probably be spoiled by now. Yes, I I trade in um, Planned Parenthood, whatever, tissue donation things. Oh, boy, (laughs) whoa. Hey, now. Marker. <laughs> like these notes in this hangout document are so old. Mm-hmm. They are so old. Oh, I was gonna. I have my ZenCaster trial that I've been meaning to try. I don't know. I have to try that at some point. Probably when we have more people. What is that? ZenCaster. Zen-ca- ZenCaster without an e at the end. <laughs> Record. Record your guest in top quality directly from their web browser. Start a call. Works alongside your VoIP application. Invite guests and invite links. Record and stream. So it basically records guests. It's like a automatic multi-ender. Huh. <clears throat> and they include automatic post-production, which doesn't seem like a thing, but okay. What we does that no, mean? We have no excuses anymore. <laughs> you can generate a single mix track with curated audio enhancements. Curated. This includes denoising, loudness normalization, adaptive leveling, and more. And more. I uh, I read it. Casper. It, it says dead simple guest interface, but I just read it as dead guest interface, and I was like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would that be important? <laughs> it's it's uh, for podcasting seances. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go ahead, caller. <laughs> Grandpa, you're on the line. How's the afterlife? Oh, pretty good. <laughs> Can't complain. Can't complain. All title suggestions come through a uh, Ouija board. <laughs> <laughs> One letter at a time. <laughs> Exclamation point S. Wait, wait, hang on. I gotta... Oh, I forgot to unpack that until right now. Hey! Bells. I'm still unpacking. Oh! Yeah, part- this is a great uh, startup website here. There's no E, and they're using the lobster font. 
Yeah, and it mm-hmm. it looks to be it looks to be very bootstrappy, doesn't it? Oof. Oh, okay. There it is. I see. When you said no E, I was like, <laughs> you were just like Zun Zencaster. No E in the startup way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost there. Connect to your cloud. Let me connect to my cloud, my personal cloud. It's a little, you know, it's it's a little cumulonimbusy today. <laughs> my cloud is. Where I can't even. I don't even see like pricing. Is it? Oh, this is this is in beta. Free. Yeah, this is in beta. Currently beta. Put it free. You just have to get started now. What what episode is this? Can- canonically, eleven. Uh, okay, <laughs> or non-canonically, the lost episode. We already had the lost episode. Oh, we, we've number... we've lost so many episodes. Mm. This looks interesting. I might have to try it out. Well, here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna go into Skype here. Yes. How do I stop audio leakage? Mm, that mm, that's a serious problem. You got to speak to your doctor about that. <laughs> I think there's a pill. Yeah. <laughs> Side effects include audio leakage. Mm. Mm. What is your name? <laughs> Very forward. What this is stage. your name? What oh. is your favorite color? Wait, is this this is actually where are you going? Yeah, it. Yeah, so it's this mic on. You have to. I think you have to say recording because it doesn't say that you're recording yet. I have no buttons. You have no buttons. It says mic on, though. I can kick you if I want, so I can be like, get out of my recording. <laughs> Go away, caller. Hey, at least here I can see my levels a little bit. Yeah. Huh. So that, that's usually why I use an audio hijack, to be honest, is just for the um, <clears throat> the VU meter. <laughs> I see it, a meter on yours. I mean, uh, get a little green thing. Yeah, I got a little like progress thing, something. I don't see it anywhere. Do you level up? Record. I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll find out, won't we? We're casting our Zen. Hmm. Next level I, podcasting. I always cast my Zen. Never. <laughs> therefore, cast your Zen before swine. <laughs> <laughs> Vu meters. Is there anything from the document that we want to talk about? Oh, Are, were we the we were Nick and I were the two people who cared about window management. Yeah, uh, I don't know who didn't understand it though. Oh, I think I was confused at the time, though I think I understand it now. I think the Syracuse method is something you just sort of discover independently on your own, and then you're like, oh, not bad. Yeah, it feels a little weird to have it called the Syracuse method, but I guess that's kind of the canonical description of it. Yeah. I assume Mike wants to talk about Mike. Mike, Mike, Mike. Mike. Well, Mike. Always Not necessarily. <laughs> Mike ER is wrong about laptop color choices. I don't even know what that is in reference to anymore. <laughs> poutine is Canadian nachos. We can just mention that, that poutine is Canadian nachos, because mm. that seems that seems like an obvious fact. Yes. Shouting at each other about Pepsi and Thin Mints. I don't think we'll have any issues with that today. Tapioca, what the hell? 
Are we supposed to shout at oh. people or shout at each other about Pepsi and Thin Mints eaten together? Or I don't know. I think, I it's think just the gen- shouting at yeah. I think the shouting at each other requires uh, Harold. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think we have to hold problematic until we have Aaron on to annoy him with it, because otherwise there's not really a point. Mm. I'm just picturing like a Pepsi and Thin Mint smoothie or something. Oh. That is that is horrifying. <laughs> oh. Well, Diet Pepsi, if you prefer. Mm. Uh, you you got to watch I the sugar. Prefer... You got to watch the sugar when you're eating your Thin Mints. Uh, crystal Pepsi? <sighs> Mullets. <laughs> Is that Mullets. actually in here? Sibilance. Mullets. 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 I used to have a mullet. Mm. Tough Acc- racket. It's an accidental mullet. <laughs> what is an accidental mullet? Accidental mullet podcast. Well, when I was in school, the cool thing to do was to have a spike. If you know what that is, basically. Oh, is that the wor- top of your head is spiked with some kind of gel or something? So is, like a is, Final Fantasy character? Is that like a faux hawk kind of ordeal, no, or um, or just one single solitary spike? No, there's a, like I you mean, have it's... a unicorn horn of hair coming out of your face. I'm uh, trying to picture this, and I can't. <laughs> if you can't, well, tell. maybe like a Guy Fieri sort of situation. Uh, uh, yes. Guy, <clears throat> Guy Fieri. Y- yeah, F- Fiet. You know his his real last name is Ferry, as in the boat that takes you places. Hmm. Guy Ferry. He's a fake Italian. Does that mean he's so... like Charon, and he's you know? Yes, yeah, so I'd I'd like to call him out. As a, I don't know. I'd just like to call him out as a fake Italian. So, yeah, spiky, kind of like Guy Fieri's, spiky on the top, but not spiky in the back uh, or sides. Mm. It's just... So, yeah, I had that. Like they're trying to keep the pigeons off your head? Yeah. (laughs) It's a problem, all right. It it works. So then the top of your head is short, and the back is kind of normal length. And if you, when you're growing that out, then you have a mullet because the back is getting longer while the top is starting to look normal. Hmm. So that's an accidental mullet. When I was a kid, we had rat tails, which was sort of mullet-ish. Hmm. That you just like let the little end of the back of your hair grow out long, like a rat's tail. Because some for some reason having a, a a rodent-like appearance is wonderful. Yeah. When I was a kid, we had the thing where you spiked your bangs up, but only those. What? I, I don't know. It was a 90s thing. Spike your bangs. Yeah, that's not a euphemism, too, I should point <laughs> out. I cannot remember how to spell Fieri today, which is weird because I spell it almost every day. Like, That's... um. Something. So how many Slack teams are you guys on now? I'm on five. Oh. Okay. I'm up to, I, I'm up to four. I thought that was pretty impressive. Three. I'm, I'm about to start a Slack channel for my family. Oh, really? Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you going to have a channel for, like, politics nonsense? It's like, go argue in here and leave the rest of us alone. <laughs> Well, mostly immediate family. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm on a Slack team, and someone said, uh, they called out someone else, and they said, I left a burrito in the trunk of such-and-so car. Do you still have the keys? And then, never mind, burrito secure. Phew. 
burrito <laughs> disaster was averted. <laughs> it's like burrito secure. Just like, come in. Uh, we have secured the burrito. Send in the seals. <laughs> Squadron leader, this is Red One. We have secured the package. Over. Can you confirm it has medium salsa? They do know guac is extra. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Would you like guac? Or yeah, you every time you order guac, they're like, that's extra. And it's like, there's literally not a person in the world who doesn't know that guac is extra at this point. It's like, I don't know. I still haven't been there. Like like is there someone I don't know, are there people who go into Chipotle and they're like, Oh, guac is extra and they're like, What? Oh well never mind. <laughs> Forget it. It's probably just for the people who get to the end of the line and pretend they don't know. Yeah. Guacovich. What? Ooh. We'll take it off. Like, I can't take... What? <laughs> yeah, are you guys recording? Hang on. Let me... Hmm. Okay. All right. Oh, what? I think I understand what's going on with this. Start over. <laughs> okay, got it. Our microphones. You are not recording yet. Press record to start. Aha! Now we're recording. Recording. Oh, See, I am command. I'm in command of the recording. <laughs> this this will be interesting. See, because it's the interest. The cool thing is, it's recording independently on your guys's machine, so that your internet connections, if they fail, are it doesn't affect the recording stuff at all. Mm. Unlike Skype, Ooh. whereas you know, if you look at Skype the wrong way, it just shuts off for no reason. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun. Uh, it's a fun time with the Skype. Mm. All right, what is the Syracuse method of window management? Mm. I kind of skipped this whole thing. Well, you, it came up. I mean, you're <laughs> you're familiar with scope, right? Like, uh, uh-huh. so it's basically just scoping all of your tasks into one browser window. So if you are on a podcast, you have a window that's just for all your podcast tabs, and if you're doing work or whatever, like each individual task might have its own window with. 11D tabs open. Hmm. I, I do that occasionally if I have like a lot of tabs for a specific purpose that I want to keep separate from like my general tabs. Yeah. Then it's, I'll, it's like then that. I'll break it out into a separate window. Micromanaged a little bit. I use the spaces yeah. a lot too. So, you know, I do the same thing with applications and everything else. Hmm. It's neat and orderly. Hmm. Seems like it. Yeah, I just use, I have the, I have Moom on my Mac, so I can just sort of array the windows and applications and grid them up nicely. Windows 10 has multiple desktops by default. I don't know how you switch between them, but uh, it does have them. That's pretty uh, exciting. Yeah. Well, that, that used to be a power tool that you could download. You remember Windows Power Toys or whatever they were called? Power Tools. That power, power to PowerShell. <laughs> no, not not PowerShell. Exe dot bat. <laughs> oh, whoops! I stumbled onto the flip your image key combination. Oh yeah. Everything's upside down. <laughs> Fortunately, this is on a computer. I'm not <laughs> using for this call. I can't. I've tried it. Win, win, various Windows key combinations. Oh, there it is. Control and Window key will get you to your other uh, 
desktop. The virtual desktop feature in Windows 10 is called Task View. Hmm. Is that camel cased? No. Thankfully not. See, I don't really use I don't make use of OS 10's uh you know, separate desktops. That's wonderful. Yeah. I guess I just don't usually have that many things to to put in so many places. Well, I like hiding my work from my regular life so I can forget that, you know, uh, that's what I have to do. See, I don't have that problem. <laughs> well, I, I do have that problem, but it wouldn't make a difference. Seems pretty limited, though. Yeah, well, I'm sure it'll get better eventually. Like, I would see cases where you'd want a window duplicated on multiple desktops, but I don't see a way to do that. Mm. Service Pack 3. Mm. You can only move <laughs> or close. Well, I don't have anything to say about Windows management. Just, that seems like the sane way to do it. Mm. Just just wait for Windows 10.1 with Bing. <laughs> Everything will be parted out into DLC like Solitaire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you like the Q key? That will be $5, please. Yeah. A monthly subscription. Yeah. Welcome to Solitaire. Please sign in for games for Windows. Oh, what a nightmare games for windows was. Yeah. Well, and then they broke, they broke everything by taking it out too. Yeah. I thought they took, I thought they took it out. Yeah. But they did but, such a good job with Xbox live. You'd figure it would just naturally follow that this would, you know, like work good. And it was just such a pile. <laughs> That's how these things go. Sign in, update, log out, sign in, update, log out. And then it doesn't log in again. Well, especially, it was especially weird when you had a game on Steam or something that also had Windows. Oh, yeah. How did that work? Live. <laughs> or did it even work? Because <laughs> then you had the live overlay and the Steam overlay. And... Yeah. Mm. Well, signing in to Windows Live. Well, I've already, I've already signed in to one service to play this game. I like Steam's thing where it pops up with like here's the uh you know registration key that you need and it's like I nothing needs a registration key anymore Steam <laughs> just leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, and then you got to like open the overlay and then you got to clear it out of there and then like yeah. if you forget to check like stop telling me <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> and then it pops up again <clears throat> because of course you need to update and then it needs to like install another DirectX package for some reason. Right. Oh, Steam. Oh, Steam. Have you guys ever had these door-to-door steak salesmen come to your house? I remember this happening once in my childhood. No, my dad used to mail order the steaks. Yeah. Door-to-door steak sales does not seem lucrative. I used to be a steak salesman, tough racket. They always have the same story. Every time somebody comes to our door with steaks, they say... Oh, I was trying to deliver it to your neighbor. They're not home. I'll give you a really great discount on it. Mm. You're like, well, just just give them to me, I guess, and I can give them to my neighbor. The problem is they then they need payment. Oh, okay. Mm. I don't know what they would do if you went through with it because it's several hundred dollars that they want yeah. these stakes for. You're like, oh, I'll just pay it for it and give them to my neighbor. Mm-hmm. And you've called now, called them on. They've, you know, they've obviously deceived you. I wonder if they could get in trouble after that. Mm-hmm. It's a you know, two to three hundred dollar 
gamble, I guess, to try to get somebody in trouble and stop trying to sell you steaks door to door. But that's a that seems like a lot of steak. Fraud steaks. Mm. <laughs> the stakes are high, you might say. Mmm. Real cash cow. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is just yeah. Here come the steak puns. Woo. Anyway. <laughs> Things that aren't important but still rage inducing. <laughs> Mullets. Cowboy boot sandals, the mullet of footwear. What I've never heard of those. Cowboy boot sandals? Yeah. How does that is that That seems like something oh, someone oh, I made see. up. I'm sorry, there's a link here. I missed that. What on earth is this? The <laughs> uh, link link will be in the show notes. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. That's pretty absurd. If I knew someone who wore these, I, I would I would stop being friends with them. Or indeed speaking to them. Oh that, yeah. Like that last picture. Yeah. It's chilling out in the bathing suit. Put mm-hmm. on my, my boot sandals. Relaxed I mean, I guess, by the pool. I guess they do provide a certain degree of sun protection when worn, you know, outside like that, but I don't think that's the, you know, reason that people are going for these. Yeah, but you'll sunburn the top of your foot. Well, yeah, there is that. Well, they're hide, see, to protect you from, like, the rattlesnakes. Mm. Hmm. That's why you wear a boot. Yeah. Make a sense. I guess this would allow you to wear spurs by the pool. <laughs> spurs. Spurs. In- <laughs> I don't know why you need to. I'm trying to imagine a scenario in which you would need to use spurs by a pool. I, I got nothing here. I have a problem with cowboy boots in general because I don't see a, a scenario where you need cowboy boots anymore. Yeah, that's true. Unless you're like sticking or, you know, walking through mud or something, but regular boots would be fine with that. I don't know. It's an image thing. Yeah. I just, I, I'm dumbfounded by these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's three different pairs. Two different pairs. My goodness. Well, supposedly it's a customization of existing cowboy boots. So they're just ruining good pairs of cowboy boots. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Do you guys have this blue apron around your area? We do. I've used it uh, in like two separate instances or like sessions, I guess. It didn't make sense for me the first time because it's, you know, two-person meals and I'm just one person. So it was kind of expensive in that regard for a college student. But did it over the summer and it was actually a lot better. The recipes were a lot better this summer as well. I'm a super picky eater, so it would not, uh, probably not be a good thing for me. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you get to choose the kind of food that they sent you, but you don't get to choose the actual, you know, well, I'm looking at the six themselves. things they have here, and I would not eat a single one of them. So that happens. There are some <laughs> weeks where there are some weeks when you see the menu and you're like, "What in the world?" And you're just like, "I'll skip this week. <laughs> Come back to me next week with something normal." Yeah, we used to get a uh, a farm box, like CSA fruits and vegetables and stuff, and it was hmm. it was weird week to week what would show up. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't know how many kinds of squash there were, but um, apparently there's quite a few. Indeed. Yeah, nobody in my family would eat 
any of these yeah except for me <laughs> but then then we're back to the same problem were you were you contemplating getting it or no i just see ads on it yeah it's for it on tv really on tv uh, huh. i don't know i don't watch tv so i guess i shouldn't be surprised that they have ads well i don't really watch tv either but my wife will have it on and mm. uh, my office is in our bedroom and she'll watch tv in bed before going to sleep and uh she watches like hln and discovery and they always have ads that are targeted to i don't know who mm. but not me right for sure yeah i've just per- seen people talk about it on twitter lately so it seems to be becoming more popular in general i've seen a few ads on the food network for it the problem is they ship fedex so sometimes it's just a day late and it's all perishable food so it's like that's not acceptable mm. fedex although fedex still better than the u.s postal service oh. barely barely i mean the, the <laughs> there Standards are, are pretty low <laughs> there are pigeons with notes tied around their legs that are better than the post office oh wow yeah yeah well what problem is this solving i mean uh what blue apron yeah, like I'm looking at. So for me, it was that I didn't want to look up recipes, and I couldn't be bothered to like go out and buy all the ingredients for stuff. So they just figure out the recipes and ship me all the food, and I don't have to go to the grocery store, and then I just make it. It's like, hey. Yeah, I think not going to the store is the primary appeal. Yeah, but also like, getting around meal planning issues is another huge benefit. To be honest, if we had something like Instacart in my area, I would probably not consider Blue Apron. I would just have food delivered to me because that's the most annoying thing is like, you know, finding recipes is fine. But if they have all sorts of fiddly, weird ingredients and you're like, I have no idea where that even is in the store. So, hmm. yeah, I hate grocery stores just as a rule. Yeah, me too. Both my parents like to cook, so I grew up watching them cook a lot and I like to cook, so I cook a lot of stuff but i don't like eating a lot of stuff so it's a little difficult sometimes they just still seem like a lot of work well making food's a lot of work right well there you go have somebody else make it for you too (laughs) (laughs) i'll just stick to my uh, subscription from my amazon subscription to mac and cheese (laughs) (laughs) can you wait can you subscribe to tim tams did we check into this before I'm sure you I can. I subscribe to popcorn. You subs- you've subscribed or have or I have I do. I currently subscribe to popcorn. A giant box of popcorn. You you find popcorn that important to you that Well, it's just I hate running out and it's expensive oh, okay. everywhere else. So I can go buy a bag at Gelson's for four dollars or you know. I did buy a, a dash box button twelve for Gillette razor blades. Uh oh. Because that's one of those things that I don't get regularly enough to just know to get it at the store. So when I run out, I often forget. So it's helpful for me to just push a button and then have them arrive. It's expensive. They are expensive, but they're really good. Yeah, they are. That's the thing is like, I don't know. I've, I've tried, I saw I use the Fusion Glide and I've tried the Harry's razors and they just That's feel like I they're use. destroying my face. I hated the Harry's the, razors. Yeah. I hated them. Yeah. I switched over to the uh the Dorco razors. You know, the uh the Dollar Shave Club. Oh. Hmm. They they source all their stuff from Dorco. 
Yeah. And it's like, you know, 20 bucks for three months worth of blades and a razor. And it's almost as good as the Gillette stuff. It's way better than the Harry stuff. Hmm. 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 Six blades. Yeah. <laughs> Blade inflation is a real problem. <laughs> <laughs> I When they had two, I was like, oh, man, this is this is crazy. And then three, uh, this is getting out of control. <laughs> There's no way they'll do four. And then five, five came out. To be honest, you know, I grew up when, like, three was commonplace. So if I see a single blade, like, safety razor like this, disposable razor, I, it just looks strange to me. I'm like, it only ha- how, how does it only have one blade? Like, what? Huh? You're like, here's one that has two blades, and I'm just, doesn't make sense to me. Of course, the one blade was much easier to clean all the gunk out of. Well, yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, I use the dual blade, and that's a real problem. Hmm. Yeah, they, well, try try, try to... five blades that are spaced really close together. <laughs> <laughs> they tried coming up with solutions. Like, I one time picked up some disposable razors that had this kind of, uh, like, a plastic blade in between the two, and you push it on the back, and it would push all the hair out of it. Huh. I use a Q-tip. Hmm. Sort that's of a, yeah, dig it good, all out. It's a good life hack. But I only shave like once a week, so I gotta mm-hmm. like do the clippers and then do the razor thing, and it's it's mm-hmm. such a huge pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that's my problem is I'll if I don't do it every two days, then all of a sudden it's gonna be a week because I'm just not gonna take the time to pull out my clippers, knock everything down, and then shave. Yeah, once a week, do the whole head area. <laughs> okay, so you push this button. What happens? What button? Where? It's like one of those IQ tests. Your ra- your razor button. Oh. Oh, like the button on the back of the razor. So, th- are you asking like about our razor specifically? No, I mean you said you were get you had a. a oh, dash the, oh, button. the dash button. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant the button, the actual razor button that releases the blade. <laughs> 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 or in my case, shoots it across the room. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is it literally you push that button and you push ship them out five minutes later? I don't think it's five minutes later, but you push the button, it lights up green, which means that the order has been placed, and then it's like, yeah, two days later you receive blades. Mm-hmm. So it has protections if you accidentally hit it like twice in a row or something. Yeah, I think if you yeah if you hit it a couple times in quick succession, then it'll like ping your phone, and your phone will be like, "Are you sure about this?" Or if your baby gets a hold of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that could be... Well, light, that's not an light, issue light, for me. But... Oh, man. I just ordered 500 razors. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're all set for when you start shaving. <laughs> we'll just hold these. Let's hope they don't rust. You gotta vacuum seal them. Yeah. See, I'm looking at Dorco razors now because I'm, like, curious about it. Give it hmm. a try. It's cheap. Yeah. So many cheaps. Mm. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I don't know. Razors are one of those weird things that I am, you know, extremely particular about. Yeah. I mean, I just kind of want all this crap off of my face. Yeah. And however I can do that with the least amount of, like, pain and blood is <laughs> where I'm at. <laughs> See, I used an electric razor for a little while, but that just wasn't smooth. 
Yeah, those never worked for me. Never yeah. got uh, down in close enough. Had one of them brawn dealy bobs. Hmm. Oh, yeah? Hmm. See, I had an Norelco, and I always thought that the bronze were better. Turns out, terrible. I'm not surprised. Maybe you should just start going to a barbershop once a week. Hmm. I did I did go to an old-timey barbershop once, and they did do a, you know, straight razor shave, and that was crazy. I just can't see myself spending money for that. Yeah. Crazy in what way? Uh, just super smooth. But also nerve-wracking the entire time because there's a guy holding a very sharp knife near your face, <laughs> and you're just like, please don't screw up. <laughs> no loud noises allowed. Yeah. No, nobody slammed the door. <laughs> I'm kind of the same way with my feet. Mm. Like, I don't like other people. I, I can't. Is it manicure or pedicure that's your feet? Pedicure. pedicure. I don't. I don't think I could make it through a pedicure. Someone else. Mm. Putting things under my fin- under my toenails and stuff like that. What about those fish that just eat the dead skin right off of you? Piranhas? <laughs> no. There's a there's like this no. I know what you're fish. talking about. Yeah. Apparently, it feels very strange though. I uh, I mean, I guess that's fine. <laughs> as look- long as they don't climb under my toenails. Mm. Top fish pedicure in Los Angeles, California. <laughs> <laughs> How many? What? How long is the list? How many of these places are there? Well, you know, it's Yelp, so mm. it, it paginates past nine, but I'm not sure they're all fish mm. because Yelp is terrible. Best Dr. Fish pedicure. Dr. Fish. <laughs> it's the fish you went to in medical school. Dr. Fish, yeah. Dr. Fish. That's apparently the what the fish is called. A Dr. Fish. Really? Oh, oh got... it looks terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it looks really scary. Oh, God. Yeah, the Wikipedia page has got a nice picture of... Uh... Yeah, that's creepy. Huh. There's so many. I thought there'd be like five or six. Fascinating. This picture I'm looking at, there are just thousand fish. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's it weird. Like... I wouldn't. I wouldn't like that. Ugh. <laughs> it gives me the heebie-jeebies. Gara Rufa. Thirty-five dollars for fifteen minutes, or fifty dollars for thirty minutes. Hey, that is a lot of money. Thirty minutes of this? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm feeding their fish. Right. <laughs> you should be paying me. The fish are called Gararufa, but are generally known as Dr. Fish. <laughs> because people can't be bothered to say things properly. Gararufa. Gara. Gararufa. Dark. That's a Skyrim incantation, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they don't have teeth. And so they can't bite live skin. Mm. Instead, they use their suction-like mouths to remove dead skin. Yeah, that makes like a, it better. Like a thousand tiny eels. <laughs> what's what's a suction-like mouth? I don't know. Is it, how, suction is an action, correct? Yeah. Okay. Like a sucker. Well, if it's if it's suction-like, that means it's not suction. So then, what? How? What is it then? If it's not actually biting. Or suctioning, then how is it? Is it just? <laughs> it's just a chemical process. 
It's removing your skin via reverse osmosis or something. How does that work? I need to find a YouTube video of this. <laughs> I think to truly be cringy. There's actually a nail salon inside the fish's mouth mm. that takes care of everything. That makes sense. Oh, good. We've got the uh, catastrophe ad for Amazon Prime first. I've only seen that a couple thousand times. Mm. You know you can block those. Yeah, I. You know, I really you like know, YouTube, and so I like the creators to oh. actually get some money. So. Well, you, you know that everyone's changed their mind and decided that ad blocking is totally cool these days, right? Mm. Well, I'm not everyone. Mm. My my wife has worked in online advertising for as long as I've known her, and it always makes me feel a little bad that I block all the ads, but I. <laughs> At some point, it's a security concern, right? You know. Yeah, you should just be like, "Hey, you want to just, you know, fix it then, <laughs> right? It's your if fault." You... <laughs> I'm sorry, this may cost you money, but you know what? Um... <laughs> I block, uh, I block their ads because how ridiculous they. Actually, no, it's worse. I I tend have to... all sites blocked by default, and yeah. then I selectively enable ads. Right. So I think the only site that I allow ads on is Ars Technica, primarily because I don't know, other ones I just don't care for. Ars Technica block... has proven to have least annoying ads. So. But didn't they serve up some malware at some point too? I'm sure they did. I feel like you, I feel like you end up doing that with how. Regardless of how careful you are. Yeah, that's why I just can't. I just can't let them through. Mm-hmm. I block these, everything. These fish are just. I've seen these at just the the pet store. I'm pretty sure. These are the ones that stick to the side of the uh, aquarium. I mean, they they just call them sucker fish. Yeah, they suck. Yeah, it turns out they, they actually sucker. I've been looking for a side business, so hmm. maybe I should start my own Gararufa Spa. Gararufa yeah. Farm Fish Farm. Just throw some goldfish in there, and when they don't bite, just be like, oh, I'm sorry, they're not feeling well today. No refunds. You could just do the full body Gararufa. <laughs> Charge, you know, 4500 bucks for it. I'm seeing things on YouTube of people actually getting it into a pool with these fish. That is... I don't understand that. That's like, have you seen the thing about like the cryogenic therapy or whatever, where you're like in a chamber with liquid nitrogen for a couple seconds? No. That's a thing. What? I don't know where I saw it, but I saw this somewhere. Cryotherapy. No, that's not it. I don't know. I'm distracted now (laughs) because I found the Command and Conquer games bundle. Uh Uh-oh. 17 games. Mm. How much? 20 bucks. A vertical chamber that spits out nitrogen vapor below 200 degrees Fahrenheit, engulfing whoever's inside for about three minutes. Yeah, just freeze yourself. It's fine. The person in that frigid tube is naked except for his or her underwear and the woolen socks and gloves to keep the extremities from becoming frostbitten. I think I'd be wearing insulated underwear as well. A freezer dingus I, right off. I can I can live without I could I could live a, without a couple fingers, but yeah, the other the alternative seems. I guess the theory is those are less receptive to sudden temperature changes. But what about the shrinkage? Mm. Don't know. 
Guys, did you know that Steam needs to update? <laughs> yes. This just in. <laughs> yeah, I got one yesterday. Mm. I haven't had one today yet. Hey, you try running the beta client. Why would you do that? <laughs> I think I did it for some new feature at some point and then just never went back. Oh. And so now it just... You're you just know. like, this is my life now. <laughs> Well, if I need to do something with Steam, it restarts, and then, uh, you know, it restarts again, and uh, then it needs an update, oh. and then it crashes. Fascinating. So since we have three guys on the call, I think we should wrap up with a question mm. in honor of our uh, comrades, podcasting comrades, I guess. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Tread, tread lightly on the communism. <laughs> three comrades, three inquisitions. Yeah. So this actually came up today um, when talking to my wife. So if, if you had a uh, list of life goals, this is obviously fairly far down in the list, but would it be to have a soft serve machine in your home or a soda fountain in your home, mm. which would come higher than the other because they're both on there obviously mm. see see i don't partake of soda hardly at all so i would definitely go with the soft serve machine mm -hmm. but what about your friends you'd be like no oh, i don't care you... about my friends <laughs> your first mistake hit. was assuming i had friends mm. <laughs> my only friend is soft serve exactly i call it frosty <laughs> what do you think nick well, I actually, uh, my parents have a soda fountain in their home, mm -hmm. so I would choose the soda fountain. Having lived with one, it's glorious. <laughs> At the very least, you've got fizzy water anytime you want it. Mm -hmm. Well, here was what I struggled with first was I can get, I can have soda in the fridge in the container and have it fizzy, but you can't take soft serve and put it in the freezer and have it remain soft serve. Hmm. So that started to put the soft serve machine above the soda machine on the list. I should probably also mention that I dislike soft serve quite a bit. So mm. maybe that uh, I'm not sure there's any good way for soft serve. <laughs> Freezer or not. <laughs> and then my wife got hung up on whether it would. At first, my vision was just vanilla. And she. She was envisioning. Well, why would you? Yeah, one, surely you have more than one flavor. Yeah, because it's a swirl. Right. I mean, vanilla. Vanilla is the vanilla of flavors. So <laughs> people have argued vanilla is not a flavor. That hmm. Well, I mean, they would be yeah. wrong. <laughs> I think they have a point, given that vanilla tends to be the base for many other flavors. But yeah. Right. It's like saying white's not a color. Right. Precisely. White clearly is a color. It's just the, the vanilla of colors. Right. Actually, I guess vanilla is the vanilla of colors too, because that's mm. technically a color as well. Would well, that be the color of the bean, or the color of the ice cream, or the color of the orchid? Uh, I'm sure that Pantone has worked this out. Let me let me Wikipedia this real quickly. Coated or uncoated? Mm. Why is French vanilla slightly yellow? Uh, I don't know. So vanilla. Uh. Well, vanilla flavoring is like brown. 
-hmm. like extract. So maybe brown plus cream equals off-white. Vanilla is a defined color in the Dictionary of Color Names color sample of vanilla. It's F3E5AB. Oh, I know that one. Uh, Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. This, this, the vanilla color, and then there's a section here called Vanilla and Culture <laughs> that includes the film Vanilla Sky and music including the rapper Vanilla Ice. Nothing and, about vanilla yogurt, though. No. Interestingly, that, uh, yeah, that article is sort of lacking in detail. Mm. My favorite thing about vanilla, like the vanilla flavoring, is that you think it's going to be so good because you're used to vanilla and then you have just a drop of vanilla flavoring and you put it on your tongue and you're like, what? Because it's super concentrated. Alcohol. Mm-hmm. The term French vanilla is often used to designate preparations with a strong vanilla aroma containing vanilla grains and sometimes containing eggs. Mm. This appellation originates from the French style of making vanilla ice cream with a custard base. Mm. That's what I was about to say, was it sounds more like custard than ice cream. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Did you guys have these custard places when you were growing up? Frozen custard stores, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, we still have a few of them around, yeah. Never heard of such a thing. Really? We had frozen yogurt. It's like soft serve. I guess I would prefer frozen custard to soft serve. Well, is it like airy like soft serve or is it just kind of like custard that's frozen uh it's pretty thick it's it's not as airy as soft serve for sure oh here this explains a lot the the wikipedia article for frozen custards is frozen custard is also very popular in ohio especially blah blah in cincinnati yeah <laughs> that, that after your chili mm, sometimes is that a thing i would have to do if i went to cincinnati uh no you no custard is not a is not I wouldn't consider frozen custard a, a Cincinnati like food characteristical food. No, no, we have other ice cream for that. I would say you'd have to go to Grater's Ice Cream before you ever went to a, a frozen custard place. Mm, ice cream is delightful. Oh, so delightful. See, you have a Jenny's out by you in Los oh. Feliz. Yeah. Oh well, that figures. Mm. It's probably reopened now. I bet they have penny for the. Parking right outside. Mm. Well, they might out there. I mean, out here they just a bike sharing parking thing in front of their store. Soft serve always reminded me of Crisco, <laughs> like whipped Crisco, like that stuff from Costco. You get the 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 soft serve there with like the goop, the mm. red goop on it. Looks like someone murdered a goat on your ice cream. Mm. Mm. Not a fan. Mm. What about the, uh, Dairy Queen? Hmm. You know, I have, I, uh, we don't have Dairy Queen out here, really. So the only chance I got to have them was when we went on trips, and I'd have a lid once in a while, and that was all right. But that's sort of like a milkshake. Yeah, Dairy Queens are places I settle for if there's literally no other kind of ice cream around. I, I, I pity people who are used to Dairy Queen and like Hagen dazs as their impression of good ice cream. Oh, I do like some Haagen-Dazs, though. There, there is some good Haagen-Dazs, but it's definitely not the best ice cream I've had by any means. Oh, no. But, it, it, you know, it doesn't have a whole lot of extra crap in it that uh, almost every other ice cream does. So I'd be an outcast if I said I like McDonald's ice cream? Uh, <laughs> probably. 
<laughs> I feel like anything that exists at McDonald's is its own little weird universe, and it doesn't really belong in any other category. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything. It's weird that everything from McDonald's seems to have the same ingredients as any other restaurant, yet tastes better for some reason. Mm. Or at least different. It's like they've left something out of the ingredient list, and not they're not telling you. MSG. Yeah. <laughs> or crack cocaine. Cyclamates. <laughs> DDT. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the last thing we can talk about, I want to get your guys' thoughts on the... Uh, the showbot problem that we're going to run into this week. Oh, the the showbot apocalypse is upon us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The uh, Heroku, which hosts every showbot that I've ever written, and uh, my understanding is, no is Heroku free. is primarily a showbot hosting service. Right. Well, it was up until now. Yeah, but they don't desire that business anymore for some reason. Right. Yeah, there's not much money in it. In that, there's no money in it. <laughs> But so, is there a way to schedule the, whatever they call it, sleeping? I don't think so. Because you, I mean, I mean you could, like, you could do totally fine if you could schedule it for overnight. Right. And if you did it right, you just fall into the right time. I mean, eventually, mm-hmm. it's like, well, nothing happens at 10 o'clock at night. Stuff happens at 8 o'clock in the morning. It'll eventually start up at the right time. Hmm. Yeah. But what I was considering was actually doing a single showbot application that looks at multiple mm-hmm. channels and showbot uh, as a service. Basically. So would you run that on like a virtual, a virtual server then? Like you could, I'd probably just leave it on Heroku actually. Oh, okay. I mean, the, the thing is it, with Heroku is it's not, it's not really that expensive to jump up one tier. That's true. Yeah. And it's almost worth it to not have to set up a, whole new server yeah that's true i was thinking you could do it on DigitalOcean for ten dollars a month but this is seven, yeah so. that's exactly what i was thinking mm-hmm. you just spin but it up you, at will then you got to maintain your system you got to maintain the database yeah you know, backups instead just instead and... just put that in the hands of other people because that always works just fine <laughs> <laughs> well it's worked well for heroku i mean well, it doesn't that's mean true. That down in time never happens, but when it happens, it's somebody else's problem. Yeah. And that's kind of... Also, someone hacking in and retrieving the database of Showbot names is less, you know, mm-hmm. scary than someone hacking into the database of Ashley Madison accounts. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. There might be some angry spouses. <laughs> Maybe. Look how many titles you submitted. Yeah. What do you do with your life? <laughs> That's how I feel Tuesday mornings. Mm. <laughs> Perhaps this should be something. If there's any interjackal dating, it, you should be able to log into their showbot showbot accounts and see what kind of titles they've been submitting. Mm. You know that might sway your decision. You don't want to find out like three years out into a marriage that somebody's submitting horrible titles. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that would be that would be an interesting evolution of the showbot to to do it in this monolithic manner. The number one cause of jackal to jackal divorce. Mm. How dare you not use or title case. titles? <laughs> Who are you? you? <laughs>
So yeah, I'm considering Showbot as a service. I think it's a great idea. It actually, yeah. Seems but like it'd be an know. interesting challenge, so. I don't know who... I mean, I haven't even approached anybody who uses Showbot to see if they'd be interested. Mm. So. But it should... It, I considered it... You don't have your Showbot uh, mailing mailing list to, uh, you know... You don't have that in your MailChimp? Yeah. <laughs> Blast out to all the Showbot users? Well, there's some I, I know will not be interested. Oh. At least one. Hmm. Um, two people who use the Showbot don't seem to use it anymore. Hmm. They don't do live shows, or never did, because they, they thought they would, and then they end up not. And then the fourth one is probably the only one I can think of that would probably be interested. Hmm. Well, the 5x5 five five bot's been broken for so long. It's broken? Yeah. Links haven't worked in it for... I don't know. Oh, long. I think Dan's been fiddling with it for an eternity. Yeah, links probably don't work. I don't know. Maybe they left Showbot, a working version of Showbot, like in their last move or two moves ago. Just forgot about it, left it behind. Well, they sold it off on that mm. special gear page. Mm. Mm. It's a working Showbot. <laughs> working Showbot, one hundred and sixty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Normally these go for five hundred dollars. Showbot 5000X. Yeah, there's your brand name for the new version. Well, that was the other thing, is trying to find a domain name. Showbotter. <laughs> show, show better. There was showbot.me, which Jeremy Mack, who wrote the original one, had, but somebody else has claimed that it's in Japanese now. Mm. There's no yes. Showbot TLD yet. <laughs> Because <laughs> then you could have, you know, network.showbot. Literally .showbot. <laughs> if you translate showbot.me, the title is, I'm fine, I choose which one is the enzyme diet. Showbot.hosting? Showbot.zone. Dr.fitch. Show, I think sh- oh, here. Showbot.co was available. Showbot.wtf. Mm. <laughs> Showbot.fail. Doctor.fish is available. Mm. <laughs> .fish <laughs> is an actual TLD. That's now, <laughs> there's your TLD for your new business. Showbot.xyz is only $5 on uh, Hover. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. Showbot, mm. Showbot.biz. You could have a classic .biz. Show, oh, showbot.guru. Mm-hmm. Or showbot, showbot.expert. <laughs> showbot.pro. Showbot.ceo. Showbot.pro is one I considered. Mm, Showbot.tech. Really? Showbot.work. Showbot.associates. <laughs> <laughs> Showbot.limited. Showbot ventures. There you go. That's your new, that's your huh. new PC. Showbot.sucks. Showbot Ventures. There's no .ot domain, is there? Mm-mm, I don't think so. Well, where are occupational therapists supposed to put their web pages? Mm. Showbot.ngo. There's a TR, right? Showbot.world. Is there a .bot? Oh, here. Showbot.chat. That's a good Showbot. one. Showbot.fail. <laughs> Showbot.lol. There are so many LDs. Showbot.clinic. Showbot.beer. 
Showbot.pink for some reason. Showbot.florist. Showbot.repair. Showbot.services. That would actually be. Showbot.fish. I would use Showbot.pl if it was written in Perl. Showbot.it. There's no .js, is there? Because there would be so many websites on .js. I think that would cause problems. Yeah. Showbot.io. IO domains are kind of expensive, aren't they? Yes, they 50 are. 50 bucks. Yeah. Hmm. Showbot.hosting. Showbot.show. Hmm. Hey, hey. Showbot.villas. I guess I could do bot.show. Showbot.farm. Showbot.engineer. Showbot.sucks is $329. Mm-hmm. Showbot.social. Showbot.direct. Showbot.adult. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, there. okay, there's a .porn now. That's a domain TLD that exists. Showbot.gripe. There you go. That's a good one. <laughs> Wait. Showbot.la. Showbot.tv is an actual... Showbot.cat. What is this? Showbot.tv is a showbot not written by me or anyone I know. Really? What does this go to? Hmm. Diamondclub.tv? Oh, is that... Yeah, that's that's like uh, that's Tom Merritt and Brian Brushwood. Huh? Okay. Fascinating. Small world. Sorify. I am pleased to report that kungfu.gripe goes exactly where you expect it to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Very good. I was concerned for a moment. Showbot.report. <laughs> Showbot.1. Oh, Showbot.vote. Hmm. It's $55. Oh. So good, though. Trades yeah. trades and construction. Here we go. Showbot.tools. Showbot.plumbing. Showbot.vacations. Showbot.black Friday. Showbot.cheap. Showbot.surgery. I'm totally cutting this part out. <laughs> Showbot.luxury. Ooh, that domain is a luxury. $480. Jeez. Woo! <laughs> Their domain is a representation of its own self. Showbot.sale. Showbot.exchange. <sighs> All right. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? It's got to be something. Uh, I complained about the Postal Service for a while. That's really all oh, I had in me. We're already up to an hour, so we can oh, all right. call it. We have enough content. Mm. Wait, let me check the Zen page. It says 55 minutes, and you started it late, so yeah, I've definitely been going for now. Mm-hmm. I could hook up my vocoder. <laughs> I think that's a different podcast. <laughs> Perhaps another time when there are more people to enjoy it. I don't know what a vocoder is. But... It's fun in a box. I think the greatest injustice in the world is that the .er domain is not available for wide registration. More so than ly. Yeah, well, no, like I don't think there's hardly any .er domains at all. I'm looking at vocoders. Hmm. Yeah, it's a very wide term apparently. Widely applied term. All right. Well, then anyway. let's wrap it up. Okay. Anyway, Which, but... wrap it up. I mean, I'll just cut it basically before we started saying showbot domain name. Okay. <laughs> 
Hey, we read things off of Hover.com podcast. <laughs> I'm clicking the automatic post-production button. This will never register. Your final mix track is being processed and will be delivered to your Dropbox folder. We'll see if it works. Hmm. My file is 50 megs, which is about right, right? One minute per. Hmm. Yeah, my file is only 1.5 megs. I don't think it recorded my channel for some reason. Uh-oh. Yeah. We have to that's, do it all over again. That's a concern. That's okay. It's, it's all right. I, I've got it recorded. Yeah. I was going to say, so do I. I hope. Like three other places. Well, I've got call recorder going here as well. Yeah. Call recorder. Well, I think in the future I'll have to be a little more organized on this. So I'm not like four hours beforehand asking, hey, is anybody going to show up? Yeah. Well, I wasn't yeah, sure if I would show up. I thought I would be, uh, I thought I would still be assembling furniture. Just need another doidle. Hmm. Yeah, those are always... A doidle per... There's two problems with it. Is it's always very complicated. It's like 7, 8, 9 o'clock, and then we always go over yeah. the first day in an hour, and then uh, you have so many people signing up, and it, it's worked out several times where five people sign up for Friday, and five people sign up for Saturday, and three of those people are the same people. <laughs> yeah, I can do whenever. <laughs> Can you podcast right now? Oh, probably. <laughs> Just drop what I'm doing. Method podcasting. Everybody shut up. I have a podcast to record. <laughs> anyway. Alright, well, I'm going to go rather than subject you guys to hearing me play video games. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Sweet. I'm going to go I'm sand gonna... some wood. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, talk to you guys later. Alright, bye bye. bye.